This is News Talk. Let's begin with the Irish Independent. This will certainly get people talking today. Some will say it's nanny state, it's PC gone mad. Others will say uh, this should have happened years ago. The front of the Irish Independent, parks and beaches are next for smoking ban. Public parks and beaches are to become smoke-free areas under plans the government is considering. The locations are the next frontier for a smoking ban with the possible introduction of bylaws which will stop people lighting up in the outdoor spaces. Tobacco control officials have set their sights on extending a zero-tolerance approach to more sites 18 years, amazing to think it's 18 years after Ireland became the first country in the world to outlaw smoking in the workplace. Um, I don't know what the situation is. I know at matches and things like that, people don't smoke. I would say a big one for people is bus stops, gathering at bus stops. And if someone's smoking beside you, you're gathered in a sort of, or you're surrounded by this plume of smoke around you at a bus stop. And by their nature, you kind of stand close together at a bus stop, waiting for the bus, obviously. Beaches, you could argue, nice, big, wide spaces. This really affects people on very hot summer days when people are on top of each other on the beach. Otherwise, a beach is a wide open space. But interesting to see, and particularly in parks too, you do see it in Stephen's Green, people puffing away. So... Uh, We'll see what the reaction will be to this today. I have no doubt that we'll be chatting about this on News Talk throughout the day, the idea of banning smoking on parks and beaches. Really depressing story on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. Just listen to this for a headline. I mean, you think about 2022 and how people live their lives. The headline is Elderly Turn Off Fridges to save on bills. The elderly are having to turn off their fridges and not use their cookers due to the steep rise in food and energy prices. Older people have also reduced their food consumption and are increasingly worried about being able to afford Christmas or birthday presents for their grandchildren. This is a survey conducted by Alone. Nine out of ten elderly people are most concerned about heating and energy bills, with two-thirds, 67%, concerned by food prices and a third fearful about household maintenance. I mean, there's two uh, things that come from that. The first is, obviously, you shouldn't be turning off your fridge because of the implications that can have for the food that's being stored in the fridge. But secondly, the idea that older people are afraid now to turn on their heating when they're cold. I mean, these nights are getting cold as it is. We're only in October. I shudder to think what's going to happen in November, December, January, February, even March. Uh, when the nights get very, very cold and you could have older people going, I'm really, really freezing here, but I don't want to turn on my heating because I can't afford it. Depressing headline. That's the front of the Irish Daily Mail. The Irish Examiner goes with City West situation on its front page. The City West Reception Centre is now full to capacity, meaning people fleeing the war in Ukraine will have to stay in the airport. Now, that's being... um rejected by the Department of Integration, uh, which is saying that they won't have to stay in the airport. But this maybe was a statement that the department issued after the examiner went to print because it says that people fleeing the war will have to stay at the terminal at the airport. Uh, City West is full. And the point that Sinn Féin was making on the news there at six o'clock, what about all the holiday homes? We've lots of holiday homes in the country not being used at the moment. And what about all the people who offered their properties up for Ukrainian refugees 
and simply weren't contacted. Uh, I certainly know of a couple who had two houses available. They were renting them out. The tenancies were coming to an end and they decided rather than getting new tenants in, they'd offer them up to the state, to Ukrainian refugees. And it went to six months, seven months from what I remember, where they didn't hear from anyone. No one came out to look at the property or anything like that. And now, unfortunately, they've got tenants in because they weren't... What's the point in holding a property for months and months and months just in case he would be called for Ukrainian refugees? So anyway, City West is full. The Irish Times has a story about the Children's Hospital, never far from the headlines. The latest on the front page of the Irish Times is that part of the facade of the new National Children's Hospital has had to be replaced after it was found to contain substandard insulation. The insulation removed from the building was also used in the renovation of the Grenfell Tower in London where 72 people died in a fire in 2017. Uh, The manufacturer says that the insulation used is fully compliant with fire safety requirements but they're replacing it anyway at the Children's Hospital because the builders or those in charge of it, the board overseeing the project, said uh, that they are they needed to resolve the issue apparently now that has been fully resolved now obviously Liz Truss she's on most of the front pages of the Irish papers not the main story but the main photograph obviously the main story for the British papers but just amazing I, I kind of thought this morning that the UK papers the story would be Liz Truss quits but actually from what I've seen it's all about Boris Johnson So if you look at the Times of London front page, Johnson weighs return to power as Truss quits number 10 and the Daily Telegraph, Boris Johnson tells Tories, I can save party from election wipeout. Uh, Some of you might be waking up thinking that you had a dream or a nightmare when you hear about Boris Johnson being mentioned again, but that's what the British papers are going with. Not mentioning Liz Truss much, more mentioning Boris Johnson. Uh, Boris Johnson apparently thinks that he can save the Conservative Party and he's privately urging, according to the Telegraph, Conservative MPs to back him for a dramatic return to Downing Street. Now, other Conservative MPs are saying that if Boris Johnson is the candidate, that they'll just resign totally and they'll spark a load of um, by-elections and things. So watch this space. Also, Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue is going to be on News Talk Breakfast this morning. He's going to have to be asked, he will be asked, how do you feel if Boris Johnson comes back? Uh, And I imagine Irish ministers are really, really fearful of Boris Johnson coming back into power. But we'll see what Minister Pascal Donoghue has to say about it. Inside the Irish Times, they're looking at Garda Fitness. Garda applicants are failing the fitness test and it's a growing problem and a contributory factor for the failure to meet this year's target of recruiting 800 Gardaí. Just as Minister Helen McEntee also revealing members of the force are leaving after a short period of time to join multinational companies. Why? Well, it's all about the money. They're getting a higher salary. So they get their expertise in the Gardaí and then they're attracted to going to big, big companies where they can earn more money. Uh, and apparently a number of Gardaí aren't passing the fitness test for some reason and that's a problem that's actually rising according to Minister McEntee and she said she remembers doing fitness tests in PE. Yeah, do you remember these bleep tests you used to do in PE where you'd have to run between the beeps and then slow down between the beeps? Uh, anyway, Minister McEntee remembers doing those in school as well and she said these type of fitness tests, it's really important that our guardie can have a certain level of fitness 
and they are challenges that are arising. So not enough fish people applying to go for the guards. Now, two final stories for you from the papers. One comes from the Times of London. I don't know if you know Richard Osman. He's a successful television presenter. He also wrote a great book. Can't for the life of me remember. Oh, yeah. The Thursday Murder Club. Highly recommend reading it. It's very good. But anyway, Richard Osman, well known for being on the TV show Pointless. Also well known, known for being quite a tall man. And he's in the Times of London today saying that he has endured a lifetime of microaggressions about being tall. He's six feet, seven inches in height. And he said going to a concert or the cinema is a nightmare. And that he says that he makes the effort to go to the back of the auditorium. But actually he's poor vision too, so we can't really see what he's trying to watch. But he said that there's microaggressions that tall people faced. Uh, And he said they're not as harmful as someone who's a person of colour or someone differently gendered. He doesn't feel that discriminated against. But he says every single day of his life, he's reminded that he's tall. I saw this recently with someone. There was a particularly tall girl and I saw someone being introduced to her. And the person said, God, you're very tall. Like as if the woman didn't know that she was tall. So short people, people who are smaller, find that they're sometimes told, oh, you're really, really small. Uh, Tall people seem to be told the whole time you're really tall. And he thinks that it's a microaggression. Final story, if you're going to the pub tonight in the Telegraph, if you're heading to the pub, nuts and cheese are the best pub snacks to accompany a drink. And you should stay away from sausage rolls and crisps. God, I love a crisp with a drink. But anyway, nibbling on protein-rich foods like nuts and cheese and avoiding uh, savoury protein decoys, they're called, can save a person more than 1,300 calories a day. So if you need to have something to eat with your drink, go for nuts and cheese and avoid crisps. So we'll have to change the way we're eating. You should also consider, uh, as you say, cheese and nuts, but chickpeas and vegetable sticks with hummus. God, you need to get a life if that's what you're eating with your drink. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.